You're listening to What If We Loved Podcast, a show about building up the church through love, sonship, and healing. Here are your hosts and founders of Love Inside Out Ministries, Bruce and Shay Mason. Welcome to episode seven of the What If We Loved Podcast. And here we all are once again back together, Lisa, Janie, Bruce, and Shay. Today, we thought we would tackle a subject which we are all very familiar with over the last couple of years, and that's um, COVID. If you haven't heard of COVID by now, I don't know where you've been. <laughs> In a really nice place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Where is it? <laughs> but we specifically wanted to talk about within COVID as a topic, the um, just the whole debate over vaccination. And we know that we're, we're, we're walking on to a bit of controversial ground with this just because people have such sharp opinions uh, one way or the, the other in terms of should you get vaxxed, should you not get vaxxed, um, and all that. And just as a disclosure around this table right here, we represent kind of a, a wide range of different views. And actually, some are vaxxed, some are unvaxxed. And it's um some have had it some have, some not have had, had it. covid some haven't had covid so yeah so we are a pretty good microcosm i think of of what's going on in the world uh, and i want to begin and we all love each other and, well it's i said i want to i want to begin this conversation uh really with the question of um and we've titled this podcast love in the time of of covid because what does it look like when when believers, when your brothers and sisters in Christ have very strong opinions, or maybe not strong opinions, but have strong opinions on particular issues that might face us in the world, uh, how do we relate to one another in love in light of that? Because we're called to love. Jesus said very, very clearly we're supposed to love one another. He says in, in John, um, you know, I give you a new command, love one another. <clears throat> as I have loved you. So the reality is that no matter what we believe on issues like vax, vaccines or other issues, none of that negates this command that we have to love one another. And as we look out, you know, we'll keep it for right now within, within the body of Christ. We could talk about the world as a whole, but within the body, you see, you see very, not only very different opinions, but very different reactions to those opinions. And some of those I would, I would, dare I say, suggest maybe are not keeping in alignment with what Jesus commanded us to do, to love one another. So we thought we'd talk about that a little bit today. And, and I, I want to begin just by reading from 1 Corinthians 12 about the body. Uh, that is, you know, the body of Christ. And he says this, starting in, in verse 12 from chapter 12, the body is a unit, though it is made up of many parts, and though its all parts are many, they form one body. And it says, so it is with Christ. We are all baptized by one spirit into one body, whether Jews or Greeks or slave or free, and we are all given the one spirit to drink. Now the body is not made up of one part, but of many. If the foot should say, because I'm not a hand, I don't belong to the body, it would not for that reason cease to be part of the body. And if the ear should say, because I'm not an eye, I do not belong to the body, it would not be for that reason, it would not for that reason cease to be part of the body. 
If the whole body were an eye, where would the sense of hearing be? If the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell be? But in fact, God has arranged the parts in the body at every one of them, just as he wanted them to be. If they're all one part, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts, but one body. So the eye cannot say to the hand, I don't need you. And the head cannot say to the feet, I don't need you. On the contrary, uh, basically, then he goes on and says that we all need each other in different parts. Now, he's using this in a slightly different context that we're talking about it today. Uh, he's talking about it in terms of we all have different roles and parts uh, within the body of Christ that God's given us to play. And so we shouldn't look down on one another because they have a different role. But but this really also extrapolates well in terms of how we are to love one another when we have uh, different opinions on things. No, even if we disagree, we still need each other. <clears throat> right. Yeah. And that's, I think, the key. We still really do need each other. So um, I guess I just want to throw this out on the table for us now. What do you think it looks like to love each other even when we disagree? Is it possible? And if so, how do we do it? Well, I the first thing I thought of was humility. Mm -hmm. And I think acknowledging that every person is trying their best. Mm -hmm. No one is trying to hurt other people. No one's trying to get killed. Like no, no one is trying, I would assume, no one's like maliciously out to get people. And whether or not you think someone doesn't have all the information is one thing, but to think someone is wrong in the way they care for people, I think is a big jump. And the best, I, I really feel like starting, like loving could start with that humility to realize that everyone's trying their best mm -hmm. to love people and to do what's right, right? Um, and I did the little quotes of my fingers when I said that, um, because we're all trying to figure it out and people are very confident on each end. And I think that confidence is great when it's just for you. But then when you decide that other people's confidence is wrong and that they, their information that they have is not as good as the information that you have gets into pretty judgmental territory because you don't know. We're all trying our best. And you to realize that you're, you can only try your best for you and they're trying their best for them. And if you have information that could benefit them, give it to them in a loving way and acknowledge that they are going to take that information and, and try their best with it. But you don't have to, I think that's where I, that's where I would start. It's mm -hmm. just being humble with. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And having open hearts to, to listen to each other and to hear the heart behind what our brother or sister is actually saying. Mm -hmm. I mean, because sadly this debate, like so many others, in our American culture right now is crazily polarized. Mm -hmm. And so you have, you have very firm positions on one side and very firm positions on the other. And when you dig your heels in like that, really, I mean, with those extremes, I would suggest that those are coming from a place of fear. And that when that happens, it's almost impossible to act in love toward mm -hmm. each other mm -hmm. because fear is, is the opposite of love. Mm -hmm. And so when you are so absolutely paralyzed by fear, either by a vaccine or by a virus, then it's really hard to stand in the place of love. Mm -hmm. 
It's perfect love casts out fear. Exactly. We were saying before this podcast what Isabel Alm, I'm forgetting her last name now, but she has a new last name. She said something at a conference that a few of us went to, and she said that God will protect God will protect you and he can heal you from a vaccine. He can also heal you from COVID. Just trusting in God beyond those things mm-hmm. is where we can reside. And it I think it was really what we all needed to hear because people can be so scared of one mm-hmm. and realizing and, and thinking that God can't save them from one. I mean the real truth is that anytime you're living in fear, you're not living in love. Mm-hmm. Now that's not meant to be condemning in saying because that. we're human because we're we human all struggle with fear we all struggle with fear but the truth is that if we are operating or living or thinking out of a place of fear then wherever that part is in our heart that is locked in fear just needs more love needs to experience more love needs to to know more love um so that we aren't trapped because fear is fear is like a cage it just keeps mm-hmm. us trapped in the darkness mm-hmm. and satan wants it wants for us to be trapped in that kind of darkness. He wants us to live through the lens of being unable to see things clearly. And and I think that that's part of what's going on with a lot of the fear. Now people aren't able to see clearly and they're not able to see one another clearly. So they're not able to, were we talking earlier about who was talking about looking into the eyes of the other person that as brothers and sisters, can we look into the eyes of, you know, as I'm sitting here with you now, can I look into your eyes and actually truly love you without having a lens of fear or resentment or bitterness or shared humanity and and then the the spirit of the lord that we all share Mm -hmm. right and and to not step into a place of judgment Mm -hmm. but to be able to to discuss openly without judgment you shouldn't have to as as i read was happening in in some states here in america people who wanted to get the vaccine were having to wear disguises to go get the vaccine because mm. they were so afraid of how their community or their family would judge them because they got the vaccine. And then on the flip side, people who have been ostracized for not getting the vaccine mm. and and have had to deal with hate and, and yeah. things of that nature, both extremes are wrong. Mm-hmm. And the body of Christ really isn't intended to walk those polarizing paths. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's that's the world's polarization. The world is the world's voice, the world's way of thinking is 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 to set up different sides and conflict. You see this in the news media all the time. They love stories where you have people pitted against one another. You have institutions pitted against each other. You have there's always got to be a good guy, a bad guy. No matter what position you're coming from, there's going to be a good guy and there's going to be a bad guy. So that the world lives and thrives on this kind of conflict in trying to create conflict, sustain conflict, and then loves to see a victor, but it's also always usually a victor through some kind of a revenge mm. kind of thing. But as Christians, that is not our world. That is just not the way that we've been called to live at all. That we, we've not been called to live on that, on that polarizing, you know, right, wrong, enemy, good, kind of, I mean, there is light and darkness, don't hear me wrong. And there's, there's sin. And then there's, you know, freedom from sin, but it's not, it's not the same that as, as Christians, we're, we're supposed to live in light. Mm -hmm. Well, one thing that just came to me 
it's like living in light, living in love, how easy it could be to deceive ourselves, to think that in us ostracizing someone or in us condemning someone, we are loving them or we're loving other people. Like I know someone who her dad threatened to take her out of the will if she didn't get vaccinated. Mm -hmm. And that could come from a place of love from her father because he desperately wants he her to be safe. Her, mm -hmm. Yeah, her well-being. But it's not love. Mm -hmm. It can you can have the intention of love, but it's not love. And so right. you and even with how we go about our own daily lives, if mm -hmm. we even if we're intending to save people or to help people or to protect people, just because your intention is to help doesn't mean that you're loving. Right. By being mean to someone. And I think making that distinction in our hearts of me going, me and going to someone and yelling at them because of their choices, even if I'm justifying it in my mind of, oh, I'm protecting everyone else that's around them, or I'm, I'm, I'm helping them so that they can have a nice life. Mm -hmm. Me yelling at them is not loving them. And it, I think it, we can use the argument of, oh, we don't spare the rod. This is just the rod because we're disciplining them. But you're not in a position to discipline That's them. That's not your job. You're not their parent. <laughs> right. You have to give it to God and say, God, help help them in making their decisions. Yeah. That we, yeah. we don't take on the role of parent in people's lives because we think we're intend we're, our intentions aren't coming through. You know, it's interesting, Bruce and I pray for a lot of people and we've, we've had a lot of people reach out to us who struggled with this decision, like honestly, honestly struggled with it. Yeah. And people who then, as, as we've prayed with them and we said, you know, follow the path of peace that God's put in your heart and people have made different decisions on this. Mm -hmm. You know, some of them decided that they really feel peace about getting mm -hmm. the vaccine and other people have said, you know, I really feel that right now this is this is not where i'm i'm being led and and we honor them to follow their own conscience mm -hmm. and where they feel that that god is leading them mm -hmm. and one thing i love is what i've told people is god knows your body he one a vaccine could be perfectly safe for one person maybe not for another like we just don't know mm -hmm. how our bodies interact and there could be statistics but god knows us so well he knows us yeah. better than science he knows us better than the opinions of people around us, God knows us. And if he's, and if we can tune into his leadership, I really feel like that's the safest place for us. Yeah. You know, and well, like I, I'll just put this out there. I mean, I, I largely believe that the vaccine is safe for most people and, you know, I'm fine with people getting vaccinated and I myself am vaccinated, but I also have friends that, you know, I have a friend with a clotting disorder and her doctor said, kind of on the fence about it and what the vaccine actually could do to her. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so she has made the difficult decision not to be vaccinated, but people who don't know her and her medical mm -hmm. history wouldn't know this conversation that she's had with her doctor. And then they might judge her mm -hmm. for choosing not to be vaccinated, but it's a very personal decision based on a very, very difficult medical situation that she has. And, and everybody has their reasons. And, and I guess for me, I don't understand why we can't, just love each other where we are and with what we're personally grappling with. I think part of it too, along with that is that, you know, we, we say, you know, I am vaccinated or I am not vaccinated. And I wonder if it doesn't, doesn't cross over a little bit into the realm of identity. Yeah. 
that shouldn't be our identity whether we're yeah. vaccinated but, or not but, I, but it be, with the amount of energy that's expended on in a way defending the one position of another position and we almost force each other into that 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 it's i mean our identity has never changed if you're a believer your identity is as a son or a daughter in the father god as our father is not looking at us and judging us whether we're vaccinated or not i don't actually think he in one sense in the broader scheme cares whether we're vaccinated or not it's something that's in this world right. and something that we might choose or, or not choose to do and, and we as shay was saying we can come to him and ask him what he is wanting for us individually to do i mean it's not like he doesn't care about us but it doesn't just or it, it doesn't determine whether you're a christian or no. not a christian or right some of these things that i've read that i'm just like oh my goodness it's medicine mm -hmm. like yeah. it's as simple as that like yeah. I, yeah like why do we want to create more mm -hmm. boxes to put ourselves in you know and there's there's always going to be issues whether it's this this issue or something else you know throughout history there have been things are you a pacifist um do you follow principles of just war you know those are things that can mm -hmm. divide but none of those things should determine whether you're actually a Christian or not. Mm -hmm. Or if you love someone or not. Right, mm -hmm. exactly. Because mm -hmm. it's like, we're at a point in time where we're so focused on what we don't have in common. Right. That we're just, we're like looking, hey, do you agree with me or don't mm -hmm. you agree with me? Mm -hmm. It almost seems like that's right. the- Because if you don't line. agree with me, I'm gonna get really angry. Yeah. And, and what we have in common as believers is mm -hmm. so, so much greater mm, than mm -hmm. any issue, any worldly issue that would seek to divide us. Yeah. So right back to the scripture that I read before, it says we're all baptized by one spirit into one body and we were all given one spirit to drink. We have something that we share, the spirit, our sonship, our savior Jesus, but we all have the exact same Holy Spirit, those, of, those who are believers. And because of that, that far outweighs any difference that we have. The fundament, our fundamental core identity is as loved sons and daughters with the same Holy Spirit. And so the challenge for us in this situation we're in now with the vaccination, and if it's gonna be another thing and another thing, there's always gonna be something where we're, where we're forced to make decisions. Um, but I don't know, for me, I wanna be someone who's just always trying to take the path of love. That even if I'm extremely opposed to a position that somebody else has, as long as it's not a gospel issue, you know, and we're talking about non-core gospel issues, you know, like Jesus, um, then I, I, I wanna still love them. You know, I still wanna love people. And I, and I, I have a feeling we're all in agreement here. Yeah. That's what we wanna do. So maybe um, maybe we should pray. Do you want to pray, Shay? I'd be happy to. Mm -hmm. Heavenly Father, I thank you for your great, great love. Yeah. For each one of us. Yeah. Wherever we stand on this issue or on so many other issues mm -hmm. that are so divisive in this yeah. world. Yeah. We know that your heart is for us to live in unity as mm -hmm. brothers and sisters. Mm. You prayed for us all to be one. And so we just ask for, for your grace mm -hmm. as we seek guidance on all of these tricky issues during our time. We ask that you would bind us together in love, that you would give us your eyes 
to see each other, that we would be able to love from the love that you have put in our hearts. And that during these challenging times, we as your body would be able through your love to rise above all of these things that, yes. that are so divisive. That first and foremost, we would always put on love. Mm -hmm. We thank you that these three remain faith, hope, and love, but mm -hmm. the greatest of these is love. Yeah. Just want to add one, one more prayer to that. And that is just simply, if you're somebody out there who, who has been struggling with fear over COVID, uh, or I mean, to some degree, maybe we all have struggled with that. But, but if you're someone right now is listening and you've really struggled, uh, and maybe you're struggling with whether or not you should be vaccinated or whether you shouldn't have gotten vaccinated or whatever it is, I want to pray for you now that our amazing, incredible, ever trustworthy and loving Heavenly Father will put into your heart his peace that you will experience now him loving you, that you receive his love. I pray for your comfort. Maybe if you're listening to this and you have COVID, we pray for healing for you, complete restoration. Father, thank you for loving them right now. We all ask for more of your love. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, I guess that's it for today. We'll see everybody next time. If you liked this episode, please consider donating at loveinsideout.org forward slash donate. As always, thank you for listening. Have a blessed week.